this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. We don't need scars just to know we're human. We can let the world just tell us and light ourselves up and we're out of luck. sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, you so know it. I know it. I think we know it together. That it does not matter who the host is. What matters is who the listeners are. Anyways, how are you? Today is Tuesday, January the 30th of 2024. Day 30th of the year, of course, with only 336 days left to go. You know, we are broadcasting from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Yep, that's how that goes. And coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM and hanging out with our friends and colleagues over there. Radio Yeah, we hang out with those people over there at Radio Big because they claim to know what the hell they're doing. So that's why we um, we hang over there. Because, listen, it's a good time if you hang out at Radio Big. It's a good time here hanging out at Safety FM. Let's not lie about it. Because, listen, we have a plethora of things going on. We have um, uh, and, and numerous things going on. We have things that are going on that I'm not even sure how they're going on, but they're still going on. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. So how are you? How has the last 24 hours or so been for you? I look at it this always from the standpoint of it's a privilege for me to get to hang out with you. And listen, I don't know why you you want to hang out with me, but hey, it's a good time of us being able to, to do our thing together. So let's talk about this little show if you're not familiar with it, because I think it is time to do that. We are a show that talks about safety in the news, news and safety. We have some professional broadcasters that come in and talk about what the hell's going on inside of their world of stuff. And then we kind of go back and forth quite a bit. 
in that particular regards. So with that being said, now that you know that that's what goes on, we go back and forth. We talk. We uh, ramble. We gamble. Okay, maybe not the gambling portion, but we go a little bit about everything that's going on. We, when we bring in the professional broadcasters, they're giving you news as they're getting it in real time. That's how that goes. And outside of that, well, you have a chance to interact with the show easily by going to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. Text messaging, audio messaging, and video messaging all available for you. We are really good at responding to the um, text messaging. Everything else, we kind of suck, but that's just the reality of the situation. You do have an option in talking on the social media platforms. I will tell you that most of the times I don't see it until post. Yeah, that's post-event. So just so you know. And, oh, yes, people have been keep on asking what the hell's going on with the video stuff. So let's talk about it. I don't know. Seems like the, the video's on a delay. Normally starts about 10 minutes after our show starts on the radio station. And as I've told you in the past, we are a radio station first, podcasting network second, and then streaming video third. That's kind of how it works. I And remember, for the longest time, I kept on talking that I did not want to do any level of video when we've seen how that works out so far. So there you go. So with that being said, why don't we do this? And why don't we tell you about what the hell was trending in the overnight? Because I think that that is going to be importante. Here is what was trending rated R safety show. So as I start taking a look at the trends of the ends of the ends, officials crack a decades cold case of an art theft. And French farmers double down. We'll talk about that in some details in the shit list. Uh, never before seen Beatles footage hits the auction block. And Whoopi Goldberg doesn't like group chats. Interesting. Netflix renews a fan favorite uh, baking show. And Nielsen Data reveals which shows were most streamed. We'll talk about that as we get into casting calls. And also King Charles and Prince Kate uh, return home after their uh, respective hospital stint. We'll t- talk about that as we get into the Royals. And I'm not talking about Royale with cheese. I'm talking about the Royals, uh, just for information purposes. Anyways, with that being said, I have some Mark Mayfield waiting in the wings of that to start talking to you about what the hell is going on inside of the world of the news. So if you're interested, I'm interested, and I think we should do that going forward. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Here is the news on the Rating Our Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The Department of Defense has identified the three U.S. soldiers who were killed in a drone strike in Jordan as hailing from the same Georgia unit. Those killed were Sergeant William Rivers, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, and Specialist Brianna Moffat. More than 40 additional service members were injured in the attack carried out by an Iranian-backed militant group. The president has vowed a response soon. A cyber attack that hit government systems in Fulton County, Georgia this weekend affected district attorney offices prosecuting former President Trump. Chris Caraggio has the story. Local officials say all desktop phones, internet, and devices using county servers were down for all departments, including those of D.A. Fannie Willis. Fulton County Board of Commissioners Chairman Rob Pitts confirmed the outage was part of a cybersecurity incident, and there was not a time frame for when they would be restored. I'm Chris Caraggio. Alex Murdoch is not getting a new murder trial. Trey Thomas has the story. 
The former South Carolina attorney was convicted last March of murdering his wife and son. His attorneys have claimed the court clerk for Colton County tampered with the jury. The clerk, Becky Hill, denies ever inappropriately discussing the case with the jurors. A judge dismissed that motion Monday. Murdoch was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences for the 2021 murders. I'm Trey Thomas. Kate, Princess of Wales, is back home from the hospital. Kensington Palace says she's making good progress from her planned abdominal surgery. More details about the surgery haven't been provided, but the palace has said it's not cancer-related. Kate isn't expected to return to public duties until after Easter. Meanwhile, King Charles III remains in the hospital after undergoing treatment for an enlarged prostate. And Amazon Prime Video is starting to air commercials on the streaming service. Users who didn't pay an extra $2.99 a month for the ad-free option started to see limited advertisements Monday. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Three U.S. troops killed in a drone attack on an American base in Jordan have been named. Former Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan has been sentenced to 10 years in jail for leaking state secrets. The French government says it will announce new measures on Tuesday aimed at quelling farmers' anger. And several U.K. rail operators have cancelled all services on Tuesday because of a strike by train drivers over pay. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. The Biden administration is calling on House Republicans to get on board with the bipartisan border deal that's expected to come out of the Senate. Lisa Taylor fills us in. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said the deal includes real policy changes House Republicans have said they wanted. This comes after House Speaker Mike Johnson late last week said the deal is likely dead on arrival in his chamber as it doesn't go far enough. President Biden claimed the emerging deal would be the toughest and fairest set of reforms to secure the border ever in the U.S. and includes presidential authority to shut the border down. He said he would use that authority the day he signs the bill into law. I'm Lisa Taylor. New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand is calling on the Biden administration to roll back the federal prohibition of cannabis. Marijuana has been classified as a Schedule I controlled substance since the 1970s, putting it in the same category as heroin. During a press conference on Sunday, Gillibrand called on Attorney General Merrick Garland and the DEA to deschedule marijuana. The Democratic senator thinks descheduling marijuana from Schedule I classification will allow scientists more opportunities to research the medicinal uses of the drug. Amazon is pumping the brakes on its iRobot purchase. Matt Mattinson explains. On Monday, both companies revealed that they mutually agreed to call off the deal, citing no paths to regulatory approval in the European Union. As a result, Amazon will have to fork over $94 million to the robotic vacuums maker due to a termination fee. As for iRobot, the company said around 350 employees will be laid off, and its CEO, Colin Engel, is stepping down. I'm at Mattinson. Elon Musk says the first human to receive a Neuralink cybernetic brain implant is recovering. The company, founded by Musk, aims to eventually use the implants to control electronic devices and allow people with paralysis to regain motor function. And the Federal Open Market Committee kicks off its first meeting of the year Tuesday. It's a two-day event that culminates with an announcement on the future of interest rates Wednesday. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. 
Let me talk to you real quick. What is HelloFresh? With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Spend your time this month shopping for gifts and sipping cocoa. Not stuck at the checkout line. Sign up for HelloFresh and get everything you need to whip up a fresh, tasty meal delivered to your door. Just choose your recipes, select a delivery date, and relax knowing the dinner's on its way. HelloFresh has over 45 recipes and more than 100 seasonal add-on items to choose from every week so it's easier than ever to find something everyone will enjoy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SafetyFM free. That's HelloFresh.com slash SafetyFM free to use the code SafetyFM free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash SafetyFM free with code safety. FM free. And don't forget that this is why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now? That live streaming thing and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 40-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case. And you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show. This portion of the show has been sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network or VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, Internet service providers is storing your browser data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access or PIA can help you. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geo-blocked content from around the world. PIA comes with easy-to-use apps and browsers extension for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PC Magazine. And if you sign up right now with BIA, you can take advantage of a special deal only for Safety FM listeners. Only by using the following link, you can get the digital privacy for less than $2 a month. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Less than $2 a month and an extra four months for free. So that means for only $1.98 a month and 83% off, you can get this service 
for you right now. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days, see if you like it. And if not, just return it for a full refund. So just go to safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. That's safetyfm.com forward slash VPN to try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. Now remember, safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, of course it's magic. What else would it actually be if it wasn't magic, of course? Anyways, it is currently 16 minutes past the top of the hour. And you know what it is? It's time to get into some of this stuff. It's time to get into some of this news. It's time to get into the shit list, no doubt about that. So let's start talking. A judge in South Carolina denied convicted murderer Alex Murdaugh petitioned to her new trial on Monday. Murdaugh argued that the clerk working on his original conviction trial wrongfully influenced the jury's decision, even after one juror said that um, on the stand the clerk influenced her final vote. The judge determined that testimony alone was not enough to declare for a new trial. So there you go. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I want to say it's Netflix. Maybe it is Netflix. Uh, has a, a pretty interesting documentary on the whole thing. So just just want you to know if you want to hear about the trial, not the uh, not the 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 other portion they were trying to do there. So just just some info for you. Also, French farmers doubled down on uh, has expected on Monday and expanded their protests against agriculture regulations levied by the government. The protesters deployed hundreds of tractors to block highways, sometimes uh, with machinery itself and other times with uh, bales of hay on the roadway leading into Paris. Some farmers are calling their activism an all-out siege on Paris as they seek even greater concessions from the government officials have mobilized about 15,000 police officers to prevent entry into the city of paris itself but right now that does not appear to be to be the protesters priority our goal isn't to bother or ruin french people's lives said one of union rep in the interview our goal is to put pressure on the government to rapidly find solutions out of the crisis this is according to ap uh so there you go similar protests have emerged in brussels um belgium but they only intended to remain for there for a day this is according to the brussels time so i don't know i don't know what to think i mean think about that think about a blockade on how that would work. And you're going to piss some people off. I mean, it's just the reality of things going on. I don't know if you were watching when some of these uh, other protests that were going on where people were sitting on the roads, on the highways, uh, trying to uh, make a stand on what they were t- trying to bring attention to, and people were getting um, ran over. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, so with some of the machinery, I guess that's a little bit different aspect but, man, it's a brave thing to do because people, I mean, with road rage issues on how things go sometimes, it's just wonderful on how that would end up. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. 
Okay, so take a listen to this. When bandits tried to steal ally Zachary's French bulldog, she jumped on the hood of a getaway car and held on for dear lives as the thieves drove away. Zachary said that the woman grabbed the dog's leash uh, while she was enjoying lunch with a friend. The owner followed the woman who got into a car with three other passengers at first. Zachary's tried to stand in front of the car to keep them from driving away, but in doing so, she tripped on the hood. She, um, yeah, tripped onto the hood and didn't let go. After swerving uh, to shake Zachary, she finally fell. Her pet, described by local media as a black Mary, uh, a Merle French bulldog with spotted coat and two different uh, colored eyes, remains missing um, in the crook at large. If you look at it, there is some camera footage online that's available of this incident. And, and I'm not joking as I say this. Uh, it's it's pretty wild if you go out there and take a look at it uh, just for information purposes. So I will say it is available online. Just pull it up. You'll be able to find it. Also, police near uh, Miami arrested two men over the weekend for allegedly running an unlicensed veterinary clinic in a private home. The operation was not particularly discreet either. Uh, police told local media that a line of cars Filed with, uh, filled with clients and animals were waiting outside of the house at uh, at the time of the bus. Officials began an investigation following a complaint that um that was filed back in November when a Chihuahua developed an infection after a procedure done at the um at the cash only clinic or wannabe clinic. The two men, 68-year-old and 47-year-old, bonded out of jail while formal charges remain uh, pending. This is according to WSVN. I start wondering about stuff like this because, okay, I understand that things are expensive, but at what point do you go, it is worth its while to uh, go ahead and do this? That's like people get, that get tattoos at home. I mean, I don't know. I know the tattoos are for, for other things, but man, when you decide that this is something that you're going to commit to, there's a lot of things that have to come into question. And some people will go, well, don't certain people like work from home and do things like that? I mean, there's certain things that you can do work-wise from home and other things that are just totally off the rocker um, in regards to doing that. So I, I'm just saying. So there you go. Anyways, a painting stolen by a former New Jersey politician and a member of the mob has been returned to its rifle order. Owner, better saying, Dr. Francis Wood, 55 years after the heist took place, a trio of thieves stole the artwork from Wood's parents' home in 1969 at the request of the New Jersey uh, State Senator Anthony Imperial. It remained in Imperial's possession until his death in 1999. From there, the piece ended up in the hands of Joseph Corvello Sr., a known member of the Gambino crime family. The painting would remain in his possession until 1989 when it was included in the sale of his home in Florida. Hold on. How does that even work? How would it was in somebody's position until 99 and somebody else's position until 1989? Okay, but we'll leave it at that. Uh, the buyer then relocated the piece to St. George, Utah, where in 2020 it was appraised and determined to have been a stolen painting. The artwork titled uh, The School Mistress dates back to 1784. It was created by artist John Opie, whose uh, other pieces of artwork have sold for around a million dollars. This is according to the New York Post. There you go. What happens there? Who knows? I mean, what what a cluster, huh? So with that being said, why don't we, now that we're talking about money, let's talk about some more money. Here's a Mark Mayfield talking about 
you know, business news in Money Matters. The Federal Open Market Committee kicks off its first meeting of the year today. It's a two-day event that culminates with an announcement on the future of interest rates Wednesday. Most analysts are predicting no rate change at the moment, but a March rate cut is very much still in the conversation. Amazon is pumping the brakes on its iRobot purchase. Matt Mattinson explains. On Monday, both companies revealed that they mutually agreed to call off the deal, citing no paths to regulatory approval in the European Union. As a result, Amazon will have to fork over $94 million to the robotic vacuums maker due to a termination fee. As for iRobot, the company said around 350 employees will be laid off, and its CEO, Colin Engel, is stepping down. Amazon Prime Video is starting to air commercials on the streaming service. Users who didn't pay an extra $2.99 a month for the ad-free option started to see limited advertisements Monday. The company said in September the extra charge will allow them to continue investing in compelling content. A former IRS contractor who stole and leaked the tax records of Donald Trump and others was sentenced on Monday to prison time. Liz Warner has the story. Charles Littlejohn sentenced to five years in prison after pleading guilty in October to one count of unauthorized disclosure of tax returns. Investigators say he leaked the tax records of the former president and other wealthy individuals like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos to media organizations, including the New York Times. Judge Anna Reyes called it the biggest heist in IRS history and added that targeting the sitting president of the United States was an attack on our constitutional democracy. Before sentencing, Little John said he'd acted out of a sincere but misguided belief that he was serving the public. And Wall Street closed on Monday with stocks higher. This comes as the Federal Reserve kicks off its two-day meeting today. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 224 points to 38,333. The S&P 500 gained 37 points to 49,27. And the Nasdaq rose by 172 to 15,628. Consumer and Business News, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Okay, thank you, Mark Mayfield, for that information right there on what exactly is going on. Let's talk a little bit about what I've found the Dow added about 224 points to close at 38,333 on Monday. The S&P gained about 36 points to close at 4,927, and the Nasdaq added about 172 points to close at 15,628. West Texas Intermediate closed at $77 a barrel, and Brent crude was at $82 a barrel. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.10 on Monday, and Bitcoin climbed nearly 2.1%. 5% on Monday, trading just over $43,000. There was more than 1,960 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Monday, with more than 125 such cancellations. Tonight's Mega Million drawing will be for $311 million jackpot or, 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 or $147 million cash payout. So if you want to play the game, we can do that. So there you go. Anyways, Britney Spears um, wants her fans to know that it's okay for them to enjoy Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish, because she does. Spears um, shared her thoughts on the new release on Instagram, writing that uh, she's in love with the song. In the same post, she also apologized for anyone. She's offended with some of the things that she wrote about in her memoir. That was it's on Instagram if you want to take a look at that. IG for, you know, for the cool kids out there. So there you go. Anyways, let's talk about some things that I was able to find. So let's talk about this. Illinois is launching a statewide initiative with Google to improve access to children behavioral health care resources. Governor Pritzker. Announced the creation of Beacon. Take a listen. Families will now have a modern, easy-to-use online system to guide them through the behavioral health universe. 
So there you go. It'll be interesting to see what exactly happens from there. No doubt about that. Let's talk about some other stuff. Colorado Springs is provide is proving to be a dangerous place for pedestrians. Uh, Col- Col- uh, Col- oh, I can't even speak. Matthew Packer, chief of the Colorado State Patrol, has uh, this message for drivers during a press conference yesterday that highlighted trends from last year. There's so much that we can do. Uh, but it all starts with you. All you have to do is slow down, be sober, and, of course, put down that distraction. Slow down and be sober. That That's a good point. Uh, the city ranks among the worst hotspots in the state for crashes. The list includes Nevada Avenue, Fountain Boulevard. It goes into the streets. The data comes from the State Department of Transportation, which shows a record of 133 people were struck and killed across the state over the last year. Along that was 20 bicyclists. Yeah. 20 bicyclists inside of there. Let's stay in Denver. For, let's stay in Colorado. Let's go to Denver real quick. As of right now, Denver City Council is moving forward with the homeless camp ban during freezing weather. It was narrowly approved by 7 to 6 after Denver City Councilwoman at large, Sarah Parody, proposed the change. All of our Denver area hospitals see dozens of people throughout the winter for severe frostbite injuries um, who are living unhoused. And, and they have told us that um, for many of them, that has occurred when they had to leave their shelter. Tents provide a certain degree of warmth. Uh, let's see. The plan would stop the city from doing homeless sweeps when temperatures fall below 32 degrees and are deemed too dangerous. Officials say that the only exception would be their uh, imminent threat to public health. But those against the bill say that it will lead to longer stays on the streets and hurt the progress made over the last six months. Mayor Mike Johnson opposes the change and will be making the decision in the coming days as he has the power to veto the ordinance. Denver City Councilwoman Daryl Watson is against the bill, saying that it disrupts the city's intensive focus on making sure that the encampment living is no longer a regular part of for what life is for residents. If there is a fire, if there is a rat infestation, if folks are simply not properly dressed to be out in weather, um, the steps that they have to take, they're stating this makes it more complex. So it'll be interesting to see what exactly goes on there. So we'll be on the lookout for that here over the next little bit. Also coming out of San Diego, take a listen to this. A Federal Railroad Administration signs off on the city's train crossing improvement. Phil Farrar has the deets. That means trains no longer need to blow their horns 15 to 20 seconds before entering public highway rail grade crossings day and night. That horn blowing alerted pedestrians and vehicles to oncoming trains, but it also disrupted downtown San Diego residents with noise. The FRA says the railroad crossings were not unsafe, but some were not within guidelines for a quiet zone designation. Among the improvements, the city was required to install more than 100 120 railroad crossing signs at dozens of intersections. I'm Phil Farrar. Okay, thank you, Phil Farrar. What do you think about that regulation change? Isn't that something? So now if you're coming down, coming down on a train, you don't have to make the loud noise in regards of what is going on. Makes it interesting, don't you think? Anyways, Michigan State Police are reminding drivers the move-over law implemented back in 2018 after the on-duty death or on-duty death of a trooper last week. Lieutenant Michelle Robinson says the drivers need to move over a lane or slow down by 10 miles per hour under the speed limit or getting a re- get, or getting the risk of a ticket. I myself have been on the side of the expressway helping somebody change a flat tire, and people are going past you so fast that it'll blow your hat off. 
the law is in effect for police, fire trucks, ambulances, road service vehicles, Michigan Department of Transportation vehicles, utility service vehicle, road maintenance services, and solid waste haulers. Robinson says that six state police troopers have been killed by vehicles on the side of the road since 1994. Also, Michelle Robinson says the drivers have to move over a lane for emergency vehicles. It's not just troopers. It's tow truck drivers. It's firemen. It's individuals that their vehicle broke down on the side of the roadway. You never know when somebody is not paying attention. Robinson also says to slow down when an emergency vehicle is on the side of the road. You have to slow down to 20, 15 miles an hour, almost come to a stop on the expressway. We ask that you do that so that you can safely get around that incident. Okay, so let's keep this in mind real quick. So if you see a speed posted of 65 miles per hour, let's use that as an example, and there is an emergency vehicle on the side of the road next to the lane that you're on, you have to drop. Under the speed limit by 10 miles per hour. So if it's at 65, you drop to 55. Got it? Not drop to 10 miles per hour under. It's not 10 miles per hour that you go, because that's going to be kind of a weird one. So if it's 65, you drop to 55. That's kind of how the reg works, at least in most places. So there you go. Anyways, with that being said, it is 32 minutes past the top of the hour. So I think it is time to do that thing that we would normally do around this time. So why don't we just go ahead and get into our main story? No, seriously, let's get into it, because why would we not? Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so talking, moving, grooving, and all that other fun stuff that you get to do as we are hanging and banging. We get to talk about the main story because there's not much other things to do at this particular moment in time, because this is what we do around here. Now, I will tell you, as I get to hang out, and talk to you, and do all kinds of fun stuff. It's always interesting to me to take a look around the world and see what the hell's going on. It's always interesting to me that when I get to hang out and talk to people and take a listen to what's going on inside of their organizations, because I get to have the privilege of listening to what's going on in other people's organizations, about what they talk about, about how they want to change things. I, I still kind of find it funny when I start hearing about people talking about net zero. And I'm not talking about the former internet um, company that was available. I'm talking about, you know, the the drive to zero, but we'll leave it at that. But what I keep on getting a lot of uh, calls about is cultural change. I get a lot of calls about people wanting to do culture changes inside of their organization. And what I find amazing that when you start having this, uh, this conversation about culture change, is that when you start talking in particular about certain aspects that deal with safety, that people go, let's talk about changing culture of safety within the organization. Now, here's where things become difficult. Because, yeah, that's that's great. That's I mean, that's great. And don't get me wrong. At one point, we, ha- we had a whole system here that we were talking about um, safety cultures inside of uh, Safety FM. But we've come to the realization that if you're changing the culture within the organization, you're changing the culture of the organization. You're not changing the safety culture. Think about that real quick. Do you have multiple cultures going on at one time inside of your organization? No. Do you treat certain things differently than the others? Well, if you do, that's probably going to be a problem. 
So this is where the conversation comes about. This is where we start talking about this. Because, listen, you can't change one thing if you don't change the other. You have to change them all in in one giant swoop. Because imagine this. You have an operational culture, and that's how you do stuff. And then you change your safety culture, and that's how you do stuff. And then you have an HR culture, and then you have a manufacturing culture. And shit, by the time that it's all said and done, what kind of cultures are you looking at? So, where do you go from here? When you sit down and you start making these plans, it's overall cultural change within the organization. It's not individualized by what segment in regards to the organization. Like I was having a conversation with someone yesterday, and they're talking about how they're changing the culture in part of their organization. They've been changing the culture in their organization for the last two years. Part. Not the whole thing, but part of it. It makes it interesting. I mean, there is no doubt there. But I look at this and I kind of chuckle. Because let's say, for instance, you have a a job transfer. Let's say, for instance, you have somebody visiting from one location to another. What kind of a culture shock is that going to be for them? Yeah, a heavy pun intended there. But think about that. It's going to change everything for people. They're going to look at it and go, what the hell's going on? So these are the things that I talk about. Definitely the things that I think about. Because it gets weird and it gets weird quickly in regards on how you want to take a look at this. So what do you think? Inside of your organization, is there a cultural change that's taking place? Or is it just a change in the culture of an individual department? Is it a culture change in regards of one particular aspect? I'm always curious about how those things end up working when you think about it. What do you want to change? Is it the culture or is it something entirely different within your organization? Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and we're not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. Safety training, old, stale, and hacked. This is your safety trainer, still preaching, and warped version of behavior-based safety. 
How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. What do guys like besides pizza and morning sex? Jay Allen in the morning. It's so bizarre and unnatural. It's all good. On Radio X. I know you all want to hit your revenue targets and get the launch done. Well, making sure that your team knows what to do and how to do it is a huge part of it. So I'm sure that you all do different kinds of training. And I'm willing to bet that you probably use PowerPoint, Zoom, etc. I also bet that when you get someone droning on about a topic using these tools, you probably zone out. And your team does too. I mean, it is a reality of what happens. That's why I strongly recommend a tool called Articulate 360. That makes it so easy to whip together interactive, really beautiful e-learnings that really engages people and gets info across. You can create short-form micro-learning, super interactive courses, and really whatever you need when you're in their site. Then with a couple of clicks, you can send it out and check on it and see the progress of your team. Your team can also check back on the training anytime they want in a super simple portal. Literally everyone uses Articulate. Over 120,000 companies and all 100 Fortune 100 companies. Check it out at Articulate.com forward slash 360 to start a free trial. That's Articulate.com forward slash 360 to start your free trial. And don't forget to tell them that I was the one that Sent you there. Tearing the ass out of you like gas station sushi.
are back on the Rated R Safety Show. It is 42 minutes past the top of the hour. Yeah, we are still hanging and banging, my friends. This right here is Fire and Smoke by Beach Love. Songs readily available on iTunes, YouTube Music, Spotify. What do you think? Do you like it? Some good stuff. That's for sure. So there you go. You know, we're always trying to get some music in here that you may have not heard before. And this is new, new. New, 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 new. Matter of fact, I'll tell you, I just got it this morning. At least it seems like it was descended this morning. So there you go. So thank you to Beach Love for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, you know how it goes. So let's get back into it. Let's talk. Let's hang out and let's do all of our thingos. That's for sure. And let's talk about the most important thing that I am ever going to tell you in my lifetime. There is no doubt about that. No matter what you're facing, you deserve to be connected to help. And we want you to know that people have been where you are now and things can get better. Healing is possible. Listen, if you go to hang out and see my friends at Right Love on Her Arms, T-W-L-O-H-A.com, click on their website. Once you get there, go all the way to the far right-hand side and click on the section that says find help. Once you get there, there's going to be all kinds of information. And what that's going to tell you is going to tell you information about addiction, depression, anxiety, eating disorders, self-injury, suicide, trauma, grief support resources, just to name a few. Once you get there, all kinds of info can be found right there. So go hang out, take a look and see what's all there for you to get a hold of. No doubt about that. True right love on her arms. T-W-L-O-H-A dot com. True right love on her arms. Listen, it's it's one of those things that if you have the right information, it can be life-changing for you in regards of anything that comes forward in regards of when it comes to your mental health. True right love on her arms. Also, all all kinds of other stuff available on their website, too, if you want to hang out and take a look around. No doubt about that. That is for sure. So let's get back into it. Let's talk a little bit about what the hell is going on inside of the world, though, because I think that that's going to be one of those things for us to be able to talk about. And let me tell you about a plea for play. Yeah, experts are telling parents that they should uh, should pop the bubble wrap and let their kids play outdoors and engage in the risky behavior within reason, of course. New recommendations released by the Canadian um, Pediatric Society emphasizes that in the importance of unstructured outdoor play for child's development and physical and mental health. The group of doctors say that these um, times of rising obesity, anxiety, and behavioral issues, kids should uh, be encouraged to participate in activities like climbing a tree. Uh, let's see, in rough and rumble play with others. Okay. One study author says that the parents and teachers should be, uh, should be worry of, in, of inciting fear in children about some activities, explaining that at sometimes 
in situations where there actually isn't much danger, we may be creative of creating fear and anxiety to children about them. Another uh, pediatrician said that it's important to distinguish between risk and hazard and to let the kids enjoy some thrills as a way of letting them figure out how much they can do. Believe me, when I said when I was a kid, anything I did outdoors was hazardous. Hazardous situation. Having kids hang outside all day may help you with their anxiety, but I can't say that it will be the same for mom or pop. Just so you know, because I mean, you're gonna be anxious with what the hell's going on with your kid. No doubt about that. So there you go. What else should we talk about? Let's talk about some self-checkouts in stores may decrease customers' loyalty, especially for those with larger shopping loads. A new study has found that customers using them um, often feel overwhelmed and, un- and unsupported and miss the assistance of a traditional provided by the staff. Researchers at Drexel University say that the lack of personal interaction can negatively impact the perception of the supermarket. The additional effort that is required to self-checkout along with the necessary uh, the necessity to purchase bags and the expectation of store-provided uh, service were all identified as factors to diminish loyalty. More than half of Gen Z shoppers say that they prefer self-checkout lines and they would even switch their store of choice for ease of self-checkout kiosks, according to new data from every denizen. Why? Well, it's not because of the independent or introverted. It, in a survey, one-third of Gen Z respondents said to that they steal while cashing out at the self-checkout. I guess they figured out that in the stores is going to make them do the work. They should get some employee discount. Five-finger discount is what it sounds like to me. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. You know, that's something we have to talk about because I don't get it. Like, in what way or at what point do you start saying that your risk is versus the reward? Like, how much are these organizations making off of these self-checkouts? I mean, I want to understand that better. That is for sure. Take a listen to this. A toddler remains hospitalized after suffering injuries in a fatal wrong-way car crash in San Diego, East County. Bill Farrar has the info. The CHP says this happened Sunday night. A 17-month-old child hit by debris falling from Interstate 8 onto cars on 2nd Street in El Cajon. Officers say a suspect in a pickup truck drove the wrong way, striking a guardrail, causing chunks of concrete to fall below. That damaged several vehicles. Authorities say that pickup truck caught fire in the crash. The driver died at the scene. That child, who was in another car, taken to Rady Children's Hospital, was severely injured but expected to survive i'm phil farrar okay thank you phil farrar for that one take a listen to this florida governor ron DeSantis is calling for constitutional reform in washington after getting out of the presidential race among them a balanced budget giving a president a line of item to veto and term limits for all members of congress we have it in florida you know what it works because people have a limited amount of time their incentives are to make a difference not to stay in office for 30 or 40 years He says that these measures are long overdue and it would make sure that the country is more secure to help dig us out of the $34 trillion debt. He says the goal is to hold Uncle Sam accountable. Governor Ron DeSantis is calling for the term limits for all members of Congress, giving uh, the president a line item to veto and requiring a balanced budget. You can't just put it on the credit card. Right now, the incentives are to put things on the credit card. That's the path of least resistance. That's how these guys stay in office longer. And who ends up with the bill? Well, it's future generations. 
I think they're long overdue, and I think that they represent uh, appropriate corrective measures to the ills that we have been witnessing in Washington, D.C. So it'll be interesting to see what exactly happens, no doubt about that. Take a listen to this. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is back at work at the Pentagon following his controversial hospitalization. Mark Mayfield has more. During a meeting with the NATO Secretary General, Austin told reporters he feels good and is recovering well. Austin was hospitalized earlier this month due to complications from a December surgery to treat prostate cancer. He faced sharp criticism and calls from some to resign after it was revealed that President Biden and top officials weren't notified of his absence until days later. I'm Mark Mayfield. So he should resign because he didn't tell them immediately that he was out? Uh, I don't know. That's kind of a kind of an interesting one when you start taking a, taking a listen to it. No doubt about that. Okay, so let's talk about this. Here's the road to the White House because it is that time to do that. Take a listen. Road to the White House 2024. Nikki Haley has netted over $1 million in donations after former President Trump said he would blacklist her donors. The former South Carolina governor says Trump is becoming unhinged. He's going to ban anyone from MAGA that donates to me. Think about that. That's a president who's supposed to serve every person in America, and you're deciding that you're going to have a club. Haley needs a strong showing in South Carolina on February 24th to have any shot. Meanwhile, former President Trump won the first two contests in Iowa and New Hampshire and hopes to end Haley's hopes in South Carolina. Trump still holds a sizable lead over Haley in the Palmetto State. In Washington, I'm Brian Shook. Okay, that's road to the White House for some. And you know what that is? That's torture for ears for others. Let's do this. Let's do something a little bit more lovely. Let's go ahead and talk about the motivation minute. Here's some John Small. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Rob. Frank Sinatra said, A man doesn't know what happiness is until he's married, and by then it's too late. Frank, you did it wrong. I've been married to Heidi for 24 years, and I absolutely know what happiness is. Now, I'm not going to say every moment of every day is perfect. That would be a lie, and you deserve better than that. We have some disagreements from time to time. And if I'm being honest, it's usually because I said or did something that I probably shouldn't have. Now, I've been working on that for quite a while, but I still need help. Sometimes my mouth just works faster than my brain does. Then I'll say something that I didn't really think through very well. I never really mean to do it, but sometimes it just happens. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. The CDC is warning healthcare providers all across the U.S. to be on the alert for measles cases. Tim Forbes with more. According to the CDC, there have been 23 confirmed cases of measles from December 1st to January 23rd. In an email, the CDC said healthcare workers should look out for patients who have any symptoms and immediately isolate those who are suspected of having the viral respiratory illness. A former Pennsylvania retirement community registered nurse is accused of using a co-worker's credentials to try to get a cream containing morphine. The state attorney general's office has charged 58-year-old Kimberly Graves with misdemeanor counts, including identity theft and forgery. Investigators say she was working at Longmont at Oakwood in Plum when she used a nurse practitioner's name and signature without her knowledge on a prescription for the substance. Health update Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. 
You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. Some interesting things to talk about. Take a listen to this. Let's talk about Did You Know real quick. Some Home Depot customers have been delighted to discover the store is now selling a medieval sword similar to the ones used in the 1995 film Braveheart. The Home Improvement Outlet description of the item reads, Reclaim your freedom from tyranny, English king. With uh, the authentic William Wallace sword, it is a replica of the one used by Mel Gibson in the Oscar-winning film. Fans of the film um, wasted no time filling in review section with jokes and references to the movie, including one who wrote, is this sword sharp enough and sturdy enough to carry into battle, or is it just suitable for a bit of light um, pilgrimage? Uh, For the record, the $50 sword is purely decorative, so just so you know, for information purposes right there. Anyways, let's talk about some things that, uh, let's see, that happened back on this date. If I take a look around, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's go back to 1994. Speed skater Dan Jason sets the record with the 500-meter sprint, clocking at 35.76 seconds. Four days later, he would take home the gold for another world record, finishing a 1,000-meter event at 1 minute 12 seconds. After the victories, Jansen retired from competitive skating. So there you go. That happened back in 1994. If you're looking at some birthdays that are for today, Daniel Campbell turns 29, Chase Ryan, 33, Issa Gonzalez turns 34, Becky Lynch turns 37, Kid Cudi, 40, Peter Crouch, 43, Wilmer Valderrama turns 44 today, Andy Malakanis, uh, Mal- uh, I can't even say the name, Andy Malakanis, I think it is, 48, I'm sure I butchered that, 48, uh, 48. Uh, Oliver Coleman, Olivia Coleman, excuse me, turns 50, Christian Bale turns 50, and Phil Collins turns 73 today, so there you go. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, well, I have some of those for you. It's National Escape Day, National Plan a Vacation for a Day, National Draw a Dinosaur Day, National Ian Answering Message Day. Yodel Your Neighbor Day, School Day of Nonviolence and Peace, and last but not least, well, it's National Croissant Day. Yeah, you heard me correctly. National Croissant Day. It's National Croissant Day, a dough layered with butter, then folded three times to create a flaky pastry. That folding is the key. It magically makes 81 layers required for a proper croissant. They're French, but with deep roots in Austria, first created in France in 1915. So celebrate today. Hit up a bakery and enjoy a croissant. Repeat if necessary. I'm Brie Tennis. Yes, croissant. There you go. If you need a random joke for today no man goes before his time unless his boss leaves early if you need a phone starter for today try this what what is a job that could never you could never do but you have made mad respect for those who do it if you need a question for the water cooler try this a survey found that 44 percent of us agree that this is our biggest pet peeve about public restrooms what is it horrible toilet paper there you go Anyways, that's going to sum up our time together at the top of the hour. I will be going over to RadioBig.fm if you want to come and hang out with me for the next couple hours or so as we talk about the world of music and entertainment, because that is what we do over there. Outside of that, if you want to hang out on Safety FM, you can hang out with Sheldon Primus as he talks about the world of safety consulting. There you go. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. That's for Safety FM and for Radio Big. Without you, it doesn't make a lot of sense to do what we do around here. 
if I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this. Do not let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. Think about that. It'll take you places that you never thought you would be able to go. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Hold on to